Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the lightninginsider.com podcast. Eric Erlinson here from lightninginsider.com. Double dose of recaps here for you as the Lightning went into Chicago on Tuesday, won that game by a score of 4-1, to go into Minnesota uh, the next night and drop a 5-1 decision, which was actually a 4-1 decision because of an empty netter, but irregardless, the final result is 5-1 to in Minnesota. The Chicago game, the return of Brandon Hagel to Chicago, uh, factored in on the game-winning goal by Alex Kalorn out of the insurance goal uh, on a power play uh, later in the third period. So a good return for Brandon Hagel, uh, his first game back in United Center since the trade last year that brought him to Tampa Bay from the Blackhawks. He's fit in so well for this team as a top-line player and uh, you know, been great for the most part, all season with uh, Nikita Kucherov and Brand, uh, Braden Point on that top line, and, and he's been a great addition to the number one power play. It, it, it helped Tampa Bay get past a sluggish kind of start, which, you know, being off for a couple of days, they just played three games and four nights, practiced, flew to Chicago, did not go to the rink for a morning skate, and uh, showed. It showed in the start of the game. Um, Chicago had more shots, better opportunities. Uh, game was 1-1 after 1, but felt like Tampa Bay in some ways was fortunate to get out of that period with a 1-1 game and uh, was still 1-1 going into the third where, uh, as this team has done many times this year, kind of found a way to pull away and end up with the victory. Now 9-3 and on the season when tied after two periods, so... Uh, good result, not the best effort, but a good result, the right result, a team, a game that, I mean, honestly, the Lightning, you, you couldn't lose that game. Blackhawks are spiraling down the standings. Uh, one win in 13, two wins in the past 22 games now after that loss to Tampa Bay in that game. So went in and got the result they needed because next night was always going to be a tough night in Minnesota, and it turned out to be that way in a building that just can't win. They just can't win in Minnesota. Some things are just inexplicable uh, on why things are certain ways. You know, sometimes it's like in baseball. Certain guys just have success against certain pitchers. Sometimes you can't figure it out. You don't have a rational explanation for it. It's kind of the way here. There's no rational explanation for the struggles the Lightning have at XL Energy Center. Haven't won there since April of 2011. It's when Guy Boucher was behind the bench. Dwayne Rollison was in net. 
Your goal scorers that night for Tampa Bay in a 3-1 victory were Ryan Malone, Steve Downey, and Sean Bergenheim. That was the last time the Lightning won. And in case you weren't listening to uh, the last call after the game against Chicago or the pregame skate show prior to the game against the Wild, I blame it on the curse of Dan Cloutier. And you're like, Eric, what nonsense are you coming up with this time? What is the curse of Dan Cloutier, and what does he have to do with their time in Minnesota? Well, in the Lightning's first ever game in Minnesota, the Wilds' expansion year, 2000-2001, the Wild had yet to win a game, so they hadn't won a game on home ice yet, and the Lightning go in there, and they're down 5-4 in the third period. Kevin Weeks was the starting goaltender that night. Right, and right about now you're going, Eric, you said the curse of Dan Cloutier. Why are you talking about Kevin Weeks? Kevin Weeks got the start in net. And late in the game, down by a goal, Steve Ludzig, then the head coach for the, the Lightning, opted to put in Dan Cloutier late in the game for an extra attacker before pulling the goalie for an extra attacker. And after the game, he explained that they felt that Cloutier was just a little bit of a better skater than Kevin Weeks, and they wanted to put him out there to you know, get off the ice quicker for the extra attacker. That's the explanation, but here's the situation. So Cloutier goes in net. He's on the ice for 24 seconds. He comes off the ice for the extra attacker. The Wild score an empty net goal. So now it's 6-4. Well, lo and behold, Freddie Modine scores a goal to make it 6-5 in the, in the final minute of the game. And this is one of the oddities in, in hockey in particular. And, and I don't know if this has happened before, if it's happened since. I'm sure it has. But it is a rare occurrence Because Dan Cloutier was the last goalie in net, because the empty net goal ends up being the game winner, Dan Cloutier logged 24 seconds of ice time, did not face a shot, but he's the goalie of record, so he saddled with the loss in that game. So the curse of Dan Cloutier is real, or maybe it isn't, whatever. But what it is, is the lighting just, they can't get breaks in that building. They always seem to have breaks go against them when they're in Minnesota, no matter what it is. You know, they've pulled a couple of overtime games, you know, a point out of overtime in here over the last stretch. But it's, I mean, think about this for a second. John Cooper has never won a game in Minnesota. He's never won a game in Minnesota. And you look at a game like this one, the first goal for the Wild, Joel Eriksson-Eck, it it, it actually has a stick, has a puck go off the blade of his stick. He's trying to put a pass in front, and the puck rolls off the blade of his stick, hits Nick Perbix in the skate, and ends up in the back of the net, 1-0 lead. You're like, oh, Here they go again. A bad break goes Tampa Bay's way. And then you have 
a power play goal, which was a really good deflection by Kirill Kaprizov. Nothing Brian Elliott could do about that, and we'll get into that in a second. Nothing Brian Elliott could do on that play. You then have a shot that Victor Hedman completely screened Brian Elliott, and the puck deflects in off the backside of a player in front of the net. Nothing Brian Elliott can do about that. So now it's 3 nothing. You're like, Ugh. one good goal and two really bad bounces. All right, hey, they're going to come. They're going to find a way to break this curse, right? It's going to happen. Braden Point scores a power play goal. It's 3-1. You've got a little bit of life. Well, wasn't long after. And once again, the Minnesota Wild are the beneficiary of a fortunate bounce. Because Jared Spurgeon takes a shot from the center point. It's going 10 feet wide to the right. It hits Sam Steele, goes in the back of the net. Bang, it's back to a three-goal lead for Minnesota. It's 4-1. The Lightning didn't give up, right? Like, this wasn't a bad game by Tampa Bay. It wasn't a good game, but it wasn't a bad game. It was kind of an eh game around. They had pretty good shot volume. They had some good zone time at times. Didn't do enough with the puck when they did have some zone time. But it was just kind of an eh type of game. And they had a chance. Braden Point took a high stick from Matt Dumba late in the second period. It's a four-minute call because it it cut Braden Point's lip open. So it's a four-minute power play with 2.05, I think, left. 2.10, something like that, left in the second period. So, okay, here's a door. Here's a door that can open up, right? Maybe get one in the front half, start the second period with a close to a full power play. Maybe you can make it a one-goal game. Didn't score in the first one. Had a minute 50 uh, power play time to start the second period. And then with one second left, again, breaks that don't go their way, Minnesota put a puck out of play. Wasn't called. Now, it was only one second left on the power play, so it wouldn't have been a five-on-three. But it would have given them another opportunity to power play, a break that doesn't go their way, and you're not... If you can't score early in the third period, you're you're going to have a hard time trying to come back. And look, we've seen Tampa Bay do this a couple of times. You know, did it to Detroit last year, right? Down three goals. Late in the third period, tie it, win it in overtime. But uh, the way Minnesota's playing right now, the way Philip Gustafson was playing in net, very positionally sound. First time they got a chance to see him. He made some good saves early. Braden Point had a not a clean breakaway, but he had a breakaway opportunity early in that game. Couldn't get the puck over Gustafson. Um, Gustafson got it with his shoulder. That goes in. It's one nothing Tampa Bay. Who knows how things go there? So Gustafson was pretty good in his uh, his first career start against Tampa Bay. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. Now, about the Lightning goaltending situation. So Brian Elliott got this start, and there was a lot of confusion in pregame on this. And I want to explain what happened, especially if you follow my Twitter feed and everything else. So we saw one person say that Brian Elliott let him out on the ice. I saw another person say that Andre Vasilevsky let him out on the ice. Look, this was supposed to be Andre Vasilevsky's game. Brian Elliott started against Chicago. So he, he was... You know, Vasilevsky was scheduled to start this game. Um, so it, it made sense that it wasn't going to be Elliott. Well, why is Brian Elliott, you know, leading the team out on the ice? He's not starting this game. So uh, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of confusion on this situation. So having seen two different reports, I check in with somebody in Minnesota and we ask, hey, who's, who's starting this game? We were told Vasilevsky. So... I put out on my Twitter feed, there's been some confusion tonight, but I'm told that Vasilevsky's starting. Well, when the starting lineups came out, it actually was Brian Elliott because as the team later uh, announced, Vasilevsky was not starting due to illness. And again, Brian Elliott went to the rink in the morning. And just to give you an idea how things work in the NHL, when you play back-to-backs, a team is not going to have a morning skate. Not an official one anyway. You know, most of the players will, you know, they get into a hotel late. They're going to get their rest. They're going to stay at the hotel. There's no reason to go over and put the equipment on and go out on the ice and ex- expend any energy that you don't need to. So Brian Elliott went over in the morning to go with the few players that were scratched or, you know, sometimes guys who haven't played in a while will go over and skate and, and usually the guy who's going to back up that night will go over to give him a goalie to shoot on. Well, Brian Elliott was that goalie. So all day long, the plan was Vasilevsky was going to start. Elliott didn't find out till he got to the rink, you know, a little bit before the game that uh, Vasilevsky wasn't feeling well enough to go. So Elliott went. So that's how all that transpired. I checked in with somebody that I thought would know the answer. And I passed that along. Obviously, it was wrong information. So I apologize for that. For the people who only follow my Twitter feed for their daily fantasy stuff, I don't care about that. Don't come yelling at me because I cost you money. I didn't cost you any money. You choose to do that. And I was given some wrong information. Somebody else had better information. Sometimes that happens. I'm not out here trying to, to misguide anybody, to steer anybody in the wrong direction. I went with the information that I had and that I was told by somebody that I rely on and I trust. And they apparently didn't see the way things transpired, so I got bad information. So that's how all of that kind of came together uh, in the pregame. Uh, but I don't think it would have mattered who was in net. I, I'm not... You know, I don't think Andre Vasilevsky would have mattered in this game. You would have liked their chances. And like I said, Elliott didn't do anything in this game that cost them. 
the Lightning just didn't do enough with the puck possession that they had. They didn't push in the right areas of the ice. They didn't get to the middle. They didn't fight to get to those areas of the ice that they needed to get to to be dangerous on a consistent enough basis. And, you know, you know, give some credit to Minnesota here. Uh, they kept Tampa Bay to the outside, which is where you want to keep teams, and it ended up being exactly what uh, the Wild want to do. They'll let teams stay all day long outside the, uh, the perimeter. It's an easy game to play out there. It's hard to get in the middle. Uh, the Lightning just didn't, couldn't get to those areas on a consistent basis. Uh, and they, like I said, they had zone time. They had pucks down low. They cycled well at times. Just didn't get pucks in the net and didn't get to the middle areas of the ice. And that's where you got to go sometimes. And uh, it takes a certain kind of effort to get there. Um, and they just they just didn't have it tonight. So on to Winnipeg. Uh, they'll play the Jets on uh, Friday. That's a uh, eight o'clock start. I'll be on with the Chief uh, seven o'clock for the pregame skate show. That's on uh, the Strike one hundred two point five HD two as well as on Lightning Radio 24-7. On the TuneIn Network uh, is where you can listen to that show. So, All right, that's uh, that's just a quick recap here of the quick back-to-back against Minnesota and Chicago. 1-1 so far on the road trip. It comp- uh, continues and ends on Friday in Winnipeg before they come home for a couple of games. Uh, all right, so uh, that's going to do it for me. Thanks, as always, for listening. Subscribe to this website where, or to this uh, podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the website, lightninginsider.com. Use the code podcast for $10 off the first year of a yearly renewal uh, you know, subscription. So, again, the code is podcast. When you sign up, thanks, as always, and we will talk again soon. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.